0: Alabama tonight. Uh, I am blessed to be able to uh, have my lovely wife up here, and I am going to be sharing my first opportunity to minister with her together, and uh, we're just excited to have you with us and joining online. If you have your Bibles, um, and while, while we're turning, I want to turn to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter, um, chapter 4 and uh, verse 18. I'm going to read and then I'm going to uh, turn it over to Miss Kimberly for a minute. But I want to thank Pastor and Miss Deborah for the opportunity to be here tonight and uh, just being able to share the word with everyone. Uh, Second Corinthians chapter four, verse 18 says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So tonight, we're going we're gonna to see how this flows and, and where the Lord is going to take us. But we've, we've prayed for three weeks, two weeks. And uh, what we did is we separated and, and we each uh, studied. And then we came together uh, and we're wanting, to make, we're wanting to kind of flow tonight and see how this, um, this idea of seeing the unseen... Uh, So it says in this verse again, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And so we know this. We understand that uh, there is a spiritual realm that is more real than where we're at right now. It's more real than the natural realm that we live in every day. Um, But so many times we don't know. Or some people don't know how to tap into it, or uh, as we were in a conference years ago, I think it was in like 2012, I heard a uh, a conference speaker. It was a it was a music conference, and he was talking about the rivers of God and how churches. It was a music conference. He was talking about how to flow in worship, and he he had a whiteboard and he drew this picture of a river, and he said, you know, the one of the saddest. Uh, times that a church could have is where they think they're operating in the river and they're walking parallel to it and they never touch it. And then he had a nice little drawing that he drew the river and he said, some churches, some people think that if they run through the edge of the river and get wet, that they've had a Holy Ghost break break out, you know? And so they're really excited, but there's a river that's constantly flowing, right? There's a a river that's constantly flowing and we want to, we want to see how we can flow in that river all the time. Amen. Because that's where the power's at. Yes. That's, because there's a, there's a current yes. uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the river. So I want you to just, uh, we're going to expand on that tonight. The things which are seen, we look not at the things which are seen, but we look at the things which are not seen. So we're going to look at the unseen realm tonight. We're going to talk about that. And uh, I think that you had some scripture that you want to talk about with uh, the best place to start was the way Jesus did ministry. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely.
1: All right. Um, I had pulled up uh, in John chapter th- John chapter three in verse one through twelve in the Passion Bible. Um, it says, Now there was a prominent religious leader among the Jews named Nicodemus, who was part of the sect called the Pharisees and a member of the Jewish ruling council. One night he discreetly came to Jesus and said, Master, we know that you are a teacher from God, for no one performs the miracle signs that you do unless God's power is with him. And Jesus answered, Nicodemus, listen to this eternal truth. Before a person can perceive God's kingdom realm, they must first experience a rebirth. Nicodemus said, Rebirth? How can a gray-headed man be reborn? It's impossible for a man to go back into the room a second time and be reborn. And Jesus answered, I speak an eternal truth, unless you are born of water and spirit wind, you will never enter God's kingdom realm. For the natural realm can only give birth to things that are natural, but the spiritual realm gives birth to the supernatural life. "'You shouldn't be amazed by my statement. "'You must be born from above, "'for the spirit wind blows as it chooses. "'You can hear its sound, "'but you don't know where it came from "'or where it's going. "'So it is within the hearts of those "'who who are spirit-born.' "'Then Nicodemus replied, "'But I don't understand. "'What do you mean? "'How does this happen?' "'Jesus answered, "'Nicodemus, aren't you the respected teacher in Israel?' "'So in other words,' Nicodemus was a teacher in this in Israel, and he was going around teaching other men and other women. And Jesus is saying, Are you not the teacher? How is it that you don't understand the spiritual things? You understand the natural things, but you don't understand my spirit. So I speak the eternal truth about things I know, things I've seen and experienced. And still you don't accept what I reveal? If you're un- unable to understand and believe what I've told you about the natural realm, what will you do when I begin to unveil the heavenly realm? No one has risen into the heavenly realm except the Son of Man who also exists in heaven.
0: So that's awesome, right? Because what you see a picture here of is you see a picture of Jesus who's flowing in the Spirit all the time. The Bible says he was, what? He had the Spirit without measure. And who are we? We, we are in Christ, so we should have the spirit without measure. And there's a challenge, right? What, what, what's the challenge that we have as, I don't, I don't want to say as believers, I think we have a challenge as natural people sometimes that whatever we read, whatever we put our story into, whether you're watching an action movie, you're watching uh, Indiana Jones, right? You, you see the hero, you see the, the person, and you always place yourself in that particular place. And here you have a picture of Nicodemus, and he, he is an unborn-again person. He's a teacher of Israel, he's but... Not, it,
1: he's not born again.
0: He's not born again. He does not understand the spirit realm, even though he's supposed to be a teacher and understand the spirit realm. And Jesus is trying to explain to him...
1: You must be first born again
0: mm-hmm. to be
1: able to understand the spiritual things of God.
0: To have that flow. To yes. be able to see in the unseen, you have to be born again.
1: And he thought that he had to be born again, again, in the natural. So he said, "How am I? I'm gray-headed. How am I going to be able to be born again?" So he thought he was going to be uh, born again, again, in the in the earth. And Jesus said, "Nicodemus, you don't understand. So you've got to be spiritually born again for you to be able to receive the spiritual realm of the Spirit."
0: Yeah. And so one thing that I want us to to think about is. In this case, Jesus is telling Nicodemus something that is almost outlandish to Nicodemus. Like you've got to be born again to shake him up and to shake up the way that he's thinking. If you think about Abraham, I I just I just got this a little while ago while we were praying during prayer service. But if you think about Abraham, God told Abraham, I want you to leave your country. I want you to leave your kindred and I want you to go to a place that I will show you. I want to go. To, I want you to go somewhere that you don't know. I want you to go somewhere that's completely unfamiliar territory, because familiarity will keep you from being in the spiritual flow. Yes. If you're familiar with something, you're going to be very easy to flow into what those five senses that we're so used to being accustomed to, right? So, so what are those? You got sight, ears. You got ears, eyes, nose, smelling, tasting, uh, feeling, and touch. And each one of those are represented in the spirit realm. You know, we don't think about that a lot, but God talks about how prayer and sacrifice is a sweet-smelling aroma. So there's a, there's a sense of smell in the spirit realm. There's things that you can see in the spirit realm that you don't see in the natural realm, right? And, and so Jesus was taking, I, I believe Jesus was taking Nicodemus and shaking him up from his casual teaching that he'd had his whole life, that he'd been trained in, probably a double doctorate in terms of Pharisee, and trying to get him to reconsider the way that he saw spiritual things. Okay? Um, that's really great. What else, what else do we want to talk about with Nicodemus? In uh,
1: John chapter 3, in verse tw- uh, 27 through 34, um, it says... That John answered them, talking about John, a person cannot receive even one thing unless God bestows it. You heard me tell you before that I am not the Messiah, but certainly I am the messenger sent ahead of him. He is the bridegroom and the bride belongs to him. I am the friend of the bridegroom who stands nearby and listens with great joy to the bridegroom's voice. And because of his words, my joy is complete and overflows. Let me read that again. My joy is complete and overflows, so it's necessary for him to increase, for me to to decrease. For the one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks from the natural realm. But the one who comes from above is above everything and speaks of the highest realm of all. His message is about what he has seen and experienced, even though people don't accept it. Yet those who embrace his message know in their hearts that it's the truth. The one whom God has sent to represent him will speak the words of God. For God has poured out upon him the fullness of the Holy Spirit without limitation. Glory to God. The Father loves his Son so much that all things have been given into his hands.
0: Yeah, so the fullness of, um, read that scripture again where it talks about the fullness of the Spirit. I think you're in a different translation.
1: Uh, Verse the 34. The one whom God has sent to represent him or speak the words of God, for God has poured out upon him the fullness of the Holy Spirit without limitation.
0: Yeah. So I think we want to understand what does that look like? What does, that, what does the fullness of the Spirit look like? And I'll tell you, when I was in Africa, um, it was probably the most amazing time that I had. For two weeks, you could experience all the gifts of the Spirit in operation, and it's like they never stopped flowing. It was it was it was like the most amazing experience that I've ever uh, encountered. And so, we would get up and uh, we would have to minister like three to four times a day at least. And uh, it was, and we uh, we would all have to kind of flow together, and so it was real challenging at times because you would have like, like one day. I had like my entire sermon written up because that's that's what you're supposed to do is prepare. And uh, so I asked the person next to me, I said, well, what are you doing today? And she had every scripture that I had. Wow. I'm like, and I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, what am I supposed to do? And and I and God said, don't you say a word. And I said, that is an awesome sermon. <laughs> That's an awesome sermon. So what do do you do when you feel like you've tapped out everything? Well, it's about flowing. And we have the spirit without measure. And every person here, every person here has a spirit without measure. So when I was talking a minute ago about how when you look in the scripture and you see yourself, you're going to see yourself. You're always going to place yourself in that scripture somewhere. So a classic example that Curry uses is talking about Jesus walking on water. And Peter's saying, let me let me come out there if it's you, Lord. And he walks out on water and then you got the other 11 disciples in the boat. And there's a lot of people that will when they read that scripture, they'll see themselves as the 11 disciples and thinking, man, I really would like to be the person walking on water. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the, the majority of the other people would say, well, I see myself like Peter and I try, but then I flounder sometimes. But you, everybody in here, qualifies to see yourself like Jesus walking on the water because you have been born again. You've been born again like what was said in John yes, chapter three. Yes. So you have the ability to be able to step out on water and operate in the same fullness of the spirit that Jesus operated in. Right. Because you're in you're in Christ. Yes. You are in Christ.
1: Someone once said. You know when you when you step over into the spirit, although that we are here in the physical realm, but all you you know they said it's so easy to step over. All you do is just you know if you need if you need to go over into another room, you just step into or enter into that room, and so it's so you know they say it's so easy to step on over. So here we're thinking we got to work at it. We got to you know and and we struggle a lot a lot of times to enter into that spiritual realm. But it's so easy, as what they said.
0: That's what they say. so why is it, why is it difficult?
1: Why is it difficult? <laughs> why do we struggle?
0: So what do, you, what do you do? I want to ask you this. What do you do, because I know that you pray all the time, and I believe that prayer is key to being able to flow in the Spirit yes. realm. Because we're so familiar with what we see on a day-to-day basis, the way that we're going to get able to flow, the way we're going to be able to flow, to be able to move in the gifts of the Spirit, mm-hmm is we're going to have to spend more time with the Father. Yes. We're going to have to spend more time in the Spirit. Jesus, Jesus said in uh, Matthew chapter 11, he said, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And you're going to find rest to your soul. Well, what is the yoke? It's his way of doing things. It's taking on what he wants you to do. And he gave us the Holy Spirit. He's our comforter. He's the river. He's the flow. Well, there's a current that carries you. So that's why it becomes easy when you can flow in that. So I want, I want you just to kind of explain. And if, if you were starting to pray and you've not spent a lot of time in prayer before, what are some steps that you would take to be able to flow in the spirit? What are some things that you would would do?
1: What I would do is I would uh, definitely get gather some teachings. Um, I, I would, uh, you know, that would that would encourage me, that would build me up, that would um, strengthen my walk with the Lord. Um, I would also, you know, pull up some uh, some uh, uh, people who can pray. Um, just like I have, you know, I, I'm listening right now to Living Word Christian Center, uh, Pastor Ken Olson. It's Mac and Lynn Hammond's church. And uh, he does prayer every morning between eight thirty to nine thirty, and so I join with them and pray with them. And it encourages me. It helps me. It builds me up. You know, to be able to pray in the spirit after they get done. You know, I walk throughout the house. You know, while my kids are homeschooling, and I You know, and so they hear it. You know, I hear my spirit. You know, I, and and whatever the spirit of God is doing in me. You know, that's that I just flow with it. Right. Just uh, flow
0: with it. Just flow. Yeah, and, and I think there's an encouragement there. Uh, you know, sometimes we don't have somebody to come right beside us and pray 24-7 when we want to. So I, I'm, I can attest to the fact that when I step out of my office at times and I come in there and see Miss Kim, she's, uh, she's maybe rewinding something or she'll just have somebody to pray with and she'll pray about something very specific to what they're, they're honing in on. So talking about that teaching, you have these confessions... And this, this profession of faith, this confession of faith that we have, we have to speak those things. And the more that we speak faith, the more that we speak life, we're, we're trying to draw something out of the spirit realm. Yes. Because in that spirit realm is a river. It's a flow. It's a deep well. You, got a, uh, you have a verse in John, I believe. Uh, I don't know if it's in the same translation. I believe it's uh, John 7. Do you have that on your... Or maybe it's John ten thirty eight. Out of your belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Read that, read that for us. Do you have that topped up? Or I can get it for you.
1: Here it is. It says anyone who believes in me may come and drink. Rivers of living water will flow from his heart.
0: hmm Yep. So Yep. And, this, the belly. yep. and in verse yeah, I'm going to read in, a, in the King James in verse 37, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood in cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So on the inside of us is a river. It's a flow. But we want to tap out. We want to tap that out. Yes. Right. Yes. So so we got to learn how to draw out the life of God. We, it's, it's there. The Spirit of God is always flowing. So we're going to draw that out by faith. Because you were, you were explaining um, about a well. We were talking about that yes, last night.
1: Uh, a woman at the well. Um, she was drawing well, uh, water out from the well for, for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus asked, you know, asked her to give me to drink. And um, he was saying, you know, whoever drinks of this, you know, of this water shall never thirst again.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so do you you want me to to read that out? Yeah, you can read it. Okay. Yeah. But but while she's finding that scripture, one thing she was talking about is you can have water in a well, but you're not going to get it unless you stick something down there to get it. Like you got to have a dipper, you got to have some kind of bucket to be able to draw out. And Proverbs says that a wise person is going to be able to draw out understanding from the well. Well, we have to have wisdom and learn how to draw out of the spirit realm. There is, there are gifts on the inside of each one of you. There's gifts on the inside of every person in the body of Christ. Every joint has a flow and a supply. There are streams that are all in this in this uh, building today, tonight. There are streams in each one of you. And those streams all come together to make a mighty force river flowing of the Holy Spirit. And some of those streams are going to be streams of healing. Some are going to be streams of deliverance. I I know somebody spoke the other day about how they were able to uh, cast the devil out of somebody. There's there's streams to be able to witness to people. There's streams to be able to see words of knowledge and uh, words of wisdom come to light and be able to just. Show people what Jesus wants to do in their life.
1: What about pulling from this, uh, the gifts of the spirit, or uh, pulling from the um, the gifts of uh, uh, what's the other?
0: Um, yeah, so you got you got, you the, got gifts the gifts of the, the spirit, spirit, and then you and, and the then you got the the fivefold ministry gifts. So there's people uh, that are listening tonight that I believe that you're called into a fivefold ministry gift. There are people here that are called into fivefold ministry. There are people that are flowing in the gifts of the spirit, but. Just even if you aren't called into a fivefold ministry gift, if you are a believer, you are inside Christ. Amen. And if you are inside Christ, you have the fullness of the spirit tonight. Amen. So any challenge that you have, um, the challenge is not having enough power. The challenge isn't having enough of the spirit because you already have that. So the question is like, if you don't see something that's manifest, what do you do? You press in. You press in, you, you keep pressing in with your confession, you keep uh, hammering it with the Word of God, you keep praying in the Spirit. I would say, I would say that uh, praying in the Spirit would be a big key in uh, flowing in the gifts of the Spirit. Yes. And we have, to, we have to stretch ourselves sometimes.
1: And like you said, we, get, we do have to press in and, and pull from Him. You know, that's what he wants us to do is pull from him. You know, once we get saved, we don't stop at being saved. You know, just like a baby, you know, who... um you know, it it has to mature and grow, you know, it's, it doesn't just stay on milk until it's adolescence and adulthood, you know, it grows, and so the same way that the baby grows, we have to grow spiritually on the milk, and then we get into the meat of the word, you know, I wrote down just a few things here, Mm -hmm. Um, it says, you know, we pull from the spirit of the living God, so what do we pull from him, you know, you know, for, it's, uh, one of the things I put down was refreshing from the spirit according to Acts, so we pull, and we ask God to refresh us, okay? Uh, another thing is salvation. Did you not know look the salvation up, and it says, act of saving or protecting from harm, risk, loss, destruction?
0: Amen. Glory yeah. to God. Yeah, salvation's that, everything. That's good.
1: That, yes. And so, uh, and we pull from, uh, you know, the spirit of wisdom. If you need wisdom or direction, or if you need, uh, you know, whatever the purpose is for your life, we pull from that. Pull from the Spirit of God. You know? And don't just say, well, I don't have it. I didn't get it today. I didn't get it tomorrow. I know, yesterday or a month back. No, we continue, like you said, to press in and press forward. We don't give up and stop in the middle. You know? And uh, we press in and press on until we get our answer. Amen? So yep. we get our answer. And, and so um, we, we, we draw from that well. You know, we had to put something in the well to draw something out, right?
0: Yep, putting the dipper in.
1: Yes. you
0: got to put the dipper in and draw it out.
1: So why don't we put something in there and draw something out? Glory to God. Right. Hallelujah.
0: Right, absolutely. Glory to God. I'm going to step over here and get this book real quick. I didn't bring my copy.
1: And while he's doing that, I'm just going to read, throw this in there. John chapter 7, verse 38. It says, all you thirsty ones, come to me. Come to me and drink. Believe in me, so that rivers of living water will burst out from within you, flowing from your innermost being. Glory to God! Oh, yeah. It just doesn't—it's not just a trickle. It's not just a drop, or you know, it's—it's it's bursting out of us. Glory to God! We allow the Spirit draw from that well, burst it out of us. You know, that's what the Spirit of God is wanting us to do. He wants us to tap in, be connected, unite with Him, get everything that you need from Him. He's all you need. And when you do that, then everything else he said, he, he said right here, believe he first thing. believe in him so that Amen. rivers of living water were burst out from within you, flowing from your innermost being.
0: Yeah. Everything that we need is in the spirit already. There is nothing that you need that God hasn't already provided. Amen. We, we, we're completely provided for everything is there. So we just have to tap into it. We tap into it. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the of th- evidence of things not seen, right? So if we're seeing the unseen, we're using our faith to see it and pull it out of the unseen into the seen realm. Yes. The Bible says that by faith, the worlds were created and the things were framed by things that you don't see it's by faith. by faith by faith so that's how we draw things out of the spirit yes. realm yes. and and so like this is a really great example uh i really like this little book i read it a while back and so we're reading this as a devotion at the uh at the house uh and uh, it's creating an atmosphere for everyday miracles in your life i know that everybody's probably read this but um so we were we were reading this uh to the kids and i just thought this was amazing um I just wanna read this one little story, if that's okay. It says, uh, for 21 years, Mrs. Chang had laid in bed at her home in China, unable to move her arms or legs. Finally, the pain got to be too much and she asked her eldest son to take her to the hospital 40 miles away. The doctors there discovered that some of her organs were almost dead, so they advised her son, take her home so she can die with her family. But before she left, a Christian nurse came by her bed, and slipped her a copy of the Gospel of Mark. Read this when you get home, she whispered. When Mrs. Chang got home, about the first thing she did was to ask her son to read something from the booklet. Opening it to page one, he began, this is the good news of Jesus Christ. Before he could read any further, Mrs. Chang's bones started to move. Within moments, she sat up completely healed. She promptly gave her life to the Lord. The next day on her way to the village well to draw water, she, asked, she was asked by everyone, say, aren't you Mrs. Chang? What doctor healed you? We want to use him too. Mrs. Chang invited all the women to her simple home. When a large group had assembled, she stood and to begin speaking, this is the good news of Jesus Christ. In only four weeks, all 600 people of the village decided to follow Jesus. And if you continue reading, it, it became... They had persecution. The government persecuted them. But it turned into 70,000 people being saved, people being delivered, people being healed by just one verse. I mean, you know, we we think that we have to know every verse in the Bible to be able to get healing to manifest in our bodies. But what what did it say? This is the good news. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. We, We just need to believe God. Believe him. He is in you right now. And you are in the flow and you have faith. And we talked about this last night that to be saved, the Bible says you have to do what? Have
1: faith.
0: Well, yeah, you have to have faith. And what, what are the two things you have to do to be saved? You have to confess with your mouth. We have to have confession. And we have to believe that Jesus was raised from the dead. Amen. Yes. So every person that's saved automatically are dead, believe in dead raising. You, you have the faith to be able to believe, believe for people to be raised from the dead from the get-go. You're from the get-go, like you, you have everything that you need on the inside of you right now to tap into the flow of the Spirit. I just think that's awesome. And, and, that's, and that's what, that's what uh, Mrs. Chang, she didn't know much, but she, she heard one little verse. This is the good news of Jesus Christ. What is the good news? You don't have to be sick anymore. You don't have to be poor anymore. You don't have to be in bondage anymore. You you don't have to live in defeat. Everything that you need.
1: We pull from that well.
0: We pull from the well of the spirit. And so that's just uh, that's just really amazing that God has given us this treasure in earthen vessels. It says that he's given a treasure in earthen vessels. The excellence of the power would be of God and not of us. So everywhere we go. We're like an artesian well, springing out water.
1: Yes, glory. Is that
0: not awesome? Like that's that's what we're supposed to be doing. And and so, the challenge though is the spirit realm is more real than the natural realm, but we cap it off. Right, we cap off that uh that flow so many times, and I had when I was studying, I had one thing that uh, kept coming up to me, is learning to resist resistance. So uh, resisting resistance is something that I think that we have to learn how to do as well because the enemy... How many times have you ever tried to pray and right when you were starting to pray, it's like everything that you weren't going to do, what, what happened? You know, I mean, it's like, it's like us trying to prepare this week. It's like everything that uh, doesn't ever happen just started to... Happen Right. I mean, it was like it's like distractions, hindrances. And it, it was almost like resistance. And so the enemy, things that you may be dealing with, maybe it's somebody online tonight, maybe something that you're dealing with, uh, you're dealing with some type of resistance. And you have to learn to resist that. You have to resist the resistance that's coming from the enemy, because the Bible has already said that with his stripes you were healed. So, if he said you were healed, are you healed or are you not healed?
1: Yes, and we have to receive it by faith. Everything that we do in the kingdom of God is through faith. And if you don't have faith, it won't happen. So, we, and it's simply just believing, just like he just read from that uh, Chang.
0: Yeah, Mrs. Was that, Chang. Was, that,
1: was that her name? Mm-hmm. Chang. She just simply believed the first scripture out of the Bible. And, Look what happened. I mean, everything changed in her life. Not only did it change in her life, but it also changed in everybody else's life around her. So it's, you know, but we have to receive it by faith. But faith. So I wanted to show this. Is, is this okay? Absolutely. Okay. In Isaiah 44 verse 3 it says, for I will pour out water to quench your thirst and to irrigate your parched fields. And I will pour out my spirit upon your descendant, descendants and my blessing on your children. So it's not only for you, but it's your descendants and for your children's, you know. Mm-hmm. So just like Abraham, how God had blessed Abraham and then he blessed his family and then he blessed the descendants after him mm-hmm. and you know and so it went on and so now we're part of Abraham's blessing. And so by faith we receive his blessing. So he wants to pour those out you know to us. We have to draw from that well once again mm-hmm. and believe. Have faith you know that that whatever's in that well that God just want you to have it's for you. It's for you. It's for anybody he'll receive, you know? So, you know, Amen. so that's, you know, so that's...
0: Yeah, we have it. We have it. The flow, God's already provided it. It said that he's going to provide rivers and, and uh, irrigate that parched land. He did that when Jesus came. Yes. When Jesus came, there's a fulfillment of everything that's in that scripture. He's already given rivers of life, rivers of water, and I just think that we just i don't know, I think we over we overthink things so many times i know i've over i've overthought many things uh, Oh yeah, very much, very much so you know god 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 told me some things about finances, and I honestly believe he told me, and there are days that you step in and I step in the market, and I'm seeing amazing results, and then there's days that i'm like. I missed it, right? And it's because we learn, and I don't even really know how to say it, like we learn, we learn by doing. So you talked about how there's a baby and that baby has to grow up. Well, we've got a lot of grown-ups here tonight, right? But even though you're grown up, let's say you're growing up, if I put a guitar in your hand, you may not be able to play the guitar because you haven't been practicing and working that skill and getting what pastor calls mastery over it, right? Or, you know, Dr. Smith and Dr. Smith are really great at making presentations. Uh, that's a challenge for me to be able to get up here and sit in front of people and make presentations, whereas they are, they, they are doctorates in these type of things in communication and being able to flow because they have mastery over those areas, uh, everybody has mastery in areas, but to be able to flow in the things of the spirit, to flow in the unseen realm, we have to get mastery over it. Yes. And, and how are we going to do that? We've got to dedicate our life to it. Yes. We can't we can't just it's not going to happen in passing. You don't you don't just hold a guitar for, you know, a week solid or five weeks solid and just look at it and go, well, I'm going to get it. No, no, it's uh, it's painful. It's a painful process. If you've never played guitar, your fingers are going to start hurting. Uh, somebody's ears may start hurting. Right. I mean, it's it's it can be painful in many ways. Uh, but if you want to get better at something, you have to keep doing it. And this flow of the spirit's the same way. Um, you know, you have to just keep pursuing it you have to keep it so you have another another verse we're...
1: well i was just going to read in 1st corinthians chapter 12 and verse 8 and 10 um, it's talking about the gifts of the spirit you know we're talking about drawing out from the spirit of God. And um, in in chapter 12, verse 8, it says, for to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. How many of us do we need? We need wisdom from the Spirit of God. I mean, we have to know what to do every single day. Some of us has to work, you know, we have to have wisdom in our workplaces. We have to have wisdom to know how to be able to talk to one another. So, you know, this says, For one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, Mm -hmm. to another the gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these work at that one and the self-same spirit divine to every man severally as he will. So all these things, you know, we have to draw from this spirit who will give us all these gifts. I mean, it's like somebody giving you a present. You know, it's a gift. Do you reject that person and say, no, I don't, I, I'm not going to receive that? No, you take it and say thank you. That's the same way with the spirit of God. We take it by faith. And we receive it into our lives, into our spirit, man, and it starts flowing out of us. And we, and we can start uh, to, to, to minister to one another in the spirit of psalms and hymns and spiritual things, the tongues and interpretation of tongues. He says right here, if you're praying in the spirit, pray that you'll be able to interpret of, the t- of tongues. So why don't we start praying that? If we're speaking it out in tongues, pray for the interpretation. You know, one day you might say, wow, that was from the Spirit of God. I needed that as my answer because I was asking this question several months back. and the spirit of knowledge comes, or the spirit of, you know, something comes that just opens up a light. It's like a, a, you know, it illuminates everywhere. It's like, wow, I didn't know that, but now I know it. Amen. So, you know, um, so, so, you know, that is, that is drawing from the well. But, you know, it's not just the gifts here, but it's also the fruit of the Spirit. We draw in the Spirit the fruits. The
0: fruit. <laughs> Glory Absolutely. to
1: God. Yeah. You know, He's the branch, we're the vines.
0: Oh, He's vine, yeah, He's the vine, we're the branches, right? And so He's producing that fruit through us.
1: It's all good, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I said
0: that
1: backwards. Um, you know, so, we, so we're drawing, you know, right. the, we're drawing from Him the fruits. So the Spirit, we're drawing the fruits, you know. Amen. So He definitely does want us to get tapped in, get connected, you Amen. know, stir ourselves up. He wants to stir it up, stir up the gifts, stir it up inside of us. Yes, have you know, done. and allow those things to come forth out of His Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, I'll tell you what we we have uh, just a few minutes left, and I don't know. I, I feel like we should pray some things out. Okay. And um, yeah, let's just pray some things out, and let's just tap into the Spirit. I want everybody just to uh, to join with us. But um, I believe there's some things here tonight that we can draw out of the Spirit and uh, help some people. It's going to be maybe somebody here, somebody on, online. Um, Father, we just thank you. Yes, God, we thank you for an opportunity just to... Just to draw from the well, we thank you, Lord, for the flow of the spirit that's on the inside of each person. We thank you, Lord, for rivers of living water that's flowing right now on the inside of each person. God, I thank you, Lord, that as they hear us speak, they hear you speak. God, I thank you that you're speaking right now to people. I thank you that ears are being opened to the things of God. I thank you that they have ears to hear. People have ears to hear. They have eyes to see. (laughs) we thank oh, Father, you, we Jesus. We thank you for spiritual eyes to be open.
1: Mm-hmm. We thank you, Father, for spiritual ears you, to be open. We thank you, Father, God that that God that we receive from the Spirit of God by faith in Jesus' name. God, you're pouring out your Spirit upon us, and I thank you, Lord, that we are here to receive everything that you've got for us, Lord. All those gifts that you've got, Father, that's in the heavenlies, Lord, yes. we thank you. We pull them out right yes, now. We them now. We thank you, Lord. We Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for the spirit of wisdom, for the spirit of truth, for the spirit of
0: light. All
1: those, Father, who are weary, God, who are tired, Strengthen them, Father, Holy yes. Bahasha, to refresh them by yes. Your Spirit. Elamohol, elamohai, kalaboshundeleke to encourage them. Elamoshundelekeke matai, elaboshundelebeke chondogushundeleke te. Elamohol shunde watatai. Thank you, Father God, for breathing this spirit of life upon each soul. Haha ha Elabohol nerebeke te. Elamohol kolobahai. Thank you, Father God, for that. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank, you. Oh, thank you for helping us tonight. Thank you, Lord, that we receive, Father, with open hearts. We thank you, Father, God, that you're teaching and that you're instructing us. Oh, Father, let us cooperate with the Spirit. Let us function with the Holy Spirit, God. Let us move with the Spirit. Let us, Father, see in the Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father. We reach deeper into you. Oh God, we reach into you, Father.
0: Oh God, we
1: we draw from the well of the Spirit tonight. Yes. Thank you, 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 Father. Thank you, Father. Father.
0: Glory to God.
1: Hallelujah. Amen.
0: Well, thank you, Jesus.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
0: Well, I, I just wanted to, uh, to say uh, to somebody, uh, maybe it's here, maybe it's online, I feel like you're having a difficult situation in your family. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's uh, sickness or it's just, it just seems like something impossible that's come up. And it's almost like you want to draw back. But the Lord's reminding you tonight that, uh, that you've already been taught how to do this. You've already been taught how to stand on the word of God. And so you have to choose to stand on God's word. You have to choose to be unmovable. And if you will choose to be unmovable, you will see the things that God promised you. You'll see it. You'll have victory. You will have victory. Um, Praise God. We just thank you, God, for the victory right now. We thank you, God, for the victory in that person's situation, victory in their family, victory in their life. And we just love you and we thank you for what you are doing. Hallelujah. Well, we've uh, we've uh, we've ran out of time, but uh, we we want to thank you for joining us tonight, and um, you know we we uh, we hope that uh, you've enjoyed this service. Uh, Pastor would probably have me remind you that uh, we have a nice new website, uh, RiverChurchAlabama.org. If you will go to that uh, website, that URL, uh, there's some great resources available. Uh, sermons that are available, books to be downloaded. Uh, Join us Sunday morning. at. uh, If you're here in Tuscaloosa, please come join us at 1010. uh, And we will be online probably in the 1030-ish time frame. But uh, we love you and we appreciate everything that you've done. God bless you. Amen.